Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, that's an idea, and thank you much for being with us here this afternoon at 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. Yes, indeedy. And uh, also 106.3 WORD.com, 101.5 FM in Anderson and 95.1 FM in Clemson, Pickens, and Seneca. We've got your Ingalls Advantage talk line available at 1-800-347-1063, 1-800-347-1063, and the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line 71307, 71307. More of uh, that in just a second here. By the way, uh, we now offer here at uh, 106.3 on Sunday evenings from 8 till 10 p.m. something called the Best of Bohannon, or as I like to honestly admit, the Least Worst of Bohannon. But hey, you get the idea. And uh, this uh, Sunday night at uh, 8, going to be talking to former Senator Jim DeMint about his new book, Saving America from Socialism. And then at 9, Sunday night, uh, Anthony Markham joins us to look at the, the politi- politicization of the courts. In other words, jamming politics where there shouldn't be any. So that'll be uh, Sunday night, 8 till 10 p.m. at 106.3 WORD, the uh, the best of Bohannon. Checking out that Common Sense Retirement Planning text line here. Let's see here. Uh, Jimbo, what face masks will be required at Walmart? Stay tuned for the Ultimate Fighting Championship Walmart edition. Coming soon to a Walmart near you from Alan R. and Spartanburg, our Limerick man. Work on that Limerick for that one. Okay. Jimbo, always glad to hear you on the radio. As for wearing masks while shopping, Amazon does not require masks and clothing is optional. Yeah, I've noticed that. I've noticed that. I asked why anyone would be a law enforcement officer. Texter says, hey, Jimbo, I'm uh, a reserve sheriff's deputy and I do it for free. Bless you. Bless you. And everybody like you. Uh, I don't even want to know all that you have had to put up with at some point in your life. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Now then, team names. Okay, that's been making a whole lot of news lately. The NFL team 
name Redskins is gone now, replaced by who knows what. Personally, I'd like to see them ship the franchise to the Philippines and rename them the Manila Folders. But I can see, yeah, the name Redskins does have racist connotations, but uh, that should not apply to the Indians, Braves, Chiefs, and Blackhawks. Team names were not chosen to reflect weakness, but rather courage and strength. Those team names are compliments. One survey I saw of Native Americans found 90% of them approve of the name Redskins. Still, if we must strip out offensive names, get ready. Forget Rams, Seahawks, Cardinals, Bears, Lions, Eagles, Falcons, Ravens, Bengals, Broncos, Dolphins, Cubs, Marlins, Jaguars, Colts, Bobcats, <gasps> Bulls, Hawks, Mavericks, Grizzlies, Bucks, Timberwolves, Hornets, Raptors, Ducks, Coyotes, Bruins, Penguins, Sharks, Diamondbacks, Rays, Orioles, Blue Jays, Tigers, and Panthers. One of these days, PETA will be going crazy over these exploited critters. Besides, Panthers also has racial overtones. Speaking of which, the Canucks. Canucks, that's actually an ethnic slur. Right there in the National Hockey League. The Reds, Red Wings, and Browns. Oh, more racism. The Rockies? Well, then why aren't there any Apollo Creeds? We'll also have to drop the Canadians and Celtics. Too white, not nearly inclusive enough. The Patriots and Blue Jackets, old white guys who own slaves. The Trailblazers, 49ers and Texans, old white guys who stole from the Native Americans. The Blues and the Jazz, theft of art forms from African Americans. The Kings, Royals, and Nuggets, sounds like white privilege to me. Forget the Warriors, Rangers, Rockets, and Sabres, too militaristic. As are the Chargers, which also empower the fiscally irresponsible. The Saints, Padres, Cardinals, and Angels are far too religious. And remove the Pirates, Raiders, Predators, Vikings, Cavaliers, and Buccaneers, cutthroats all, and mostly white to boot. With all that chemical dependence out there, do we really need brewers and reds? Let's dispense with the pistons, oilers, packers, steelers, and other symbols of industrial exploitation of the masses. The giants and the titans, that's offensive to the vertically challenged. The heat, that means cops. And finally, the senators. They still exist in the National Hockey League in Ottawa. Really? These days, is there a more offensive term than being called senators? So, I don't know where you go from that. It does seem as though we're at a bit of an impasse. Maybe we should just give teams unlisted nicknames. You know, the uh, Washington football team would be the because <laughs> we can't come up with a name that won't offend somebody. And you have to wonder, how far do we go down this road? I'm I'm not sure. I mean, one mark of, of where we are as a society is if you try to parody something and, and you cannot stay ahead of what you're making fun of, that what you're making fun of is, is getting ahead of your effort to try and poke fun. That's not easy to do. 412 here at uh, 1063 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. 
And I am just very hopeful that we will finally see these people go so far that they will tip the election back in favor of Donald Trump. That's my hope. So every time I see some of this nonsense spouted, my response is, go ahead, keep it up, keep it up, keep it up. Here's Jody in Greenville. Hello, Jody. Hi, how are you today? I'm fine, thank you. Good. I just had a remark, but with the football teams changing names and all the names you just gave off that were supposed to be strong and warrior-like names, they're trying to make everything soft. Yeah. And um, I don't know, just really soft is just really wrong if you're playing a sport, whether it be racing or whether it be football. Um, but in regards to voting for Trump, if people don't vote for him, they will not have guns anymore. Uh, that is unfortunately a real possibility. Uh, right. There has never been a more important election probably in, in our lifetimes than this election. Now, uh, again, that doesn't mean that will necessarily happen, but that you will have people in positions of authority who will be trying to make it happen. I would hope that at some point the very undependable Supreme Court would rule in the right direction on that. But let's assume for a second that it is possible, and it is possible, uh, that that the Democrats take the presidency, the Senate, and they keep the House. Uh, Boy, and and the bureaucracy certainly will be on their side. The courts would be the last thing we have, and that's not too dependable, Jody. If they let us vote today, I would be voting for Trump. Oh, absolutely. And, if, and I would vote for him in four more years. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm with you. I, I certainly, he has my vote. Uh, is he perfect? No, he's not. The softness has got to go. The softness <laughs> does have to go. This is not a soft world out there. It's a very nasty world. Right. right. People need to stand up to what's going on instead of being yep. backward. Yes, ma'am. But, you are correct. But I just wanted to say my word. Well, I appreciate it very much, Jody. You've made an ample contribution, and I thank you for that. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Yeah. Soft doesn't work in this world, folks. And if you try to make our kids soft and you expect them to survive in the 21st century, it's a jungle out there, folks. It's a nasty century with a lot of nasty other countries. Soft doesn't work. All right. This is... 106.3 106.3 WORD, now at 95.1 FM in Clemson, Pickens and Seneca, 101.5 FM in Anderson, and everywhere on the Radio.com app. The time now, Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, that's an idea. I think I'll pinch it for Bobby Mack here because I had nothing better going on right now. It's uh, one of those days, a Friday afternoon. Uh, the 17th of July, to be exact. And, oh, incidentally, for those who keep track of such little bits of historic trivia, let it be known that yesterday, July the 16th, was the 75th anniversary of the first atomic bomb test. How about that? 75 years into the atomic age. And uh, there are still a lot of things we haven't quite gotten figured out. All the team nicknames, uh, again, that list I went through, that takes care of most of them. There are still a few, I guess, out there that that would not offend anyone. But then again, there are so many people who are looking to be offended. That's what they do. And they'll find something. Trust me on this. They'll find something. If, uh, if you uh, give them anything, an inch, they'll take uh, a mile. So hang in there. My, my answer, again, every time I see something that outrages me, every time I see public property vandalized every time I see an advocation of responsibility to to maintain civil society, to keep savages from taking charge of our streets. My response, after I think about it, is keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up. Now, this is a pretty conservative audience, but we get uh, the occasional liberal who calls in. You're all welcome, of course, at uh, 1-800-347-1063, the Ingalls Advantage talk line, or the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, 71307, 71307. But I want to talk to some of the liberals out there. These are the people I call the Santa Claus liberals. These are your old garden-variety liberals. This is the kind Joe Biden used to be. We're still waiting to find out what kind he's become, but the old type there's no no problem that can't be solved by throwing money at it, somebody else's money, of course, but uh, hey. They have not been up to this point interested in tearing the country to pieces. That's not been their goal. I don't think that all of them have changed. I don't think that everybody overnight on, on the left has become a disciple of AOC. I don't think so. And so I would address those people, the Santa Claus liberals. Now, you and I have great differences. 
okay. But there are some things that we do have, I believe, at least we used to have, in common. We do not want to tear society to pieces. We do not to dis- want to destroy the foundation of civil society. Now, we may differ on what is the proper role of government in our lives, and we can continue to do that. In fact, we used to do it in a more or less civil manner. But I have to ask you this. As you look out there, and you are not thrilled, as I don't think many of you are, at what you see happening, the abdication of anything that approaches civilization in the streets of our country, and you've got to think about that a minute. Now, I know that a lot of you just hate Donald Trump, okay? A lot of the Santa Claus liberals cannot stand Donald Trump. I want you to think about this. Just think about it for a minute. How do you feel about anarchy? How do you feel about people running amok, destroying, looting, vandalizing, yes, killing? Are you for that? I'm sure a lot of you would say, well, no, no, of course I'm not. You might want to think about that, because what have you been hearing from Joe Biden about that? Joe Biden is afraid to say anything about this because he feels that the energy of all those people out there uh, demonstrating, some to the point, of course, of vandalizing, that he cannot win without their enthusiasm. Well, I admit he has an enthusiasm gap, but that's not a very statesmanlike approach. Where is he? Where would he be as president? Which presumably many of you Santa Claus liberals will vote for. Would he, would he protect property then, once he became president? I don't know. I'm not sure how you could know. And so I just asked the Santa Claus liberals to consider this. God is not going to be on the ballot November 3rd. There will be a handful of people, a few dozen, only two of which are actually in the running. The next president of the United States will be named Joe Biden or Donald Trump. Simple fact. Now then, do you really hate Donald Trump so much that you would risk destroying the country, Santa Claus liberals? Just asking. In fact, you can can offer your thoughts if you would like to, uh, or anybody else, at uh, the Ingalls Advantage talk line of 1-800-347-1063, 1-800-347-1063, or the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line at 71307. 71307. Because I think that there are more than a few people out there, ostensibly liberal, old-time liberals, who are conflicted right now. They really do still believe that you can solve any problem by throwing other people's money at it, and we can disagree with that. But are you really prepared in order to get more money to throw at other people's problems? Are you prepared to tear apart the whole country? Really? You might want to think about it. And if you can't bring yourself to vote for Donald Trump, then I would ask you this, Santa Claus liberals, why don't you think about not voting at all? Ordinarily, I don't ever advise people to do that. But I don't see how you can be so certain that Joe Biden, the president, would be any different from Joe Biden, the candidate, who has sat back and watched this stuff happen. At least he hasn't quite uttered the line from Nancy Pelosi, well, people will do what people will do. But he seems to be thinking it to the extent that a thought process, in fact, enters that brain. Just a thought. I just want to pass that along out there because, seriously, I think there are more than a few liberals who are very conflicted. And you might want to think about that. To be so sure that you hate Donald Trump that much that you are prepared to hand this country over to the ignorant riffraff who would tear this country to 
pieces. Are you sure you really want to do that? Just a thought. All right. The time is uh, now 28 minutes uh, past the hour of 4 o'clock. Appreciate you being uh, present this afternoon. We're going to come back and take a look at uh, singing in church, which is, of course, a horrendous sin that we should never, ever get involved in. Singing in church, we'll look at what that's all about. Texter says, Jim, save your breath. The liberals you're speaking to are delusional. I personally believe 100% that they believe if Donald Trump leaves office, everything uh, will be perfect. They honestly believe that if they are in charge, everything will work just fine. What they don't realize is the problem we have today were planted by Lyndon Baines Johnson in the Dixiecrats back in the 1960s. Uh, Well, I will disagree with you. I suspect what the texter said is true of more than a few people. But I think there are a few out there, and I urge you to rethink about that. If you cannot vote for Donald Trump, then don't vote at all. But seriously, if you vote for a man who is so wishy-washy he can't speak out against the violence, how do you know that won't tear this country apart? I'm just saying, which they pay me to do around these parts, this being 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. Jimbo in for Bobby Mack today. It's 429. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Well, all righty then. Let's see here what we got textually speaking out there at 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. I refer, of course, to the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line at 71307. Uh, Mr. Jim, the Redskins should not rename, but since they will, how about the abolitionists? It's awesome when Bob lets you come back from vacation. (laughs) Yeah, Bob will uh, be back in here on Monday. 
uh, kicking and screaming, of course. But uh, let's see here. Uh, in regard to the uh, the Santa Claus liberals I addressed a moment ago, Texter says, you just described my 85-year-old mother, a Democrat all her life, because that's what my dad was, and she can't understand that the Democratic Party has moved so far to the left that it's nothing uh, like what she used to support. And she doesn't understand the damage that is being done to our country and our Constitution, David and Gaffney. There are people like that out there who just vote out of habit. And uh, I'm not suggesting that, that addressing such people will work every time, but you should try to point it out. I mean, there's a, a heck of a case to be made. There really is. Uh, and, and you just have to make the case. Sometimes people actually will wake up. Not not every time, but, but sometimes. So, again, Texter says, I agree with your keep it up, though I'm not sure if it's safe to say out loud these anarchists are reelecting Trump. Um, I I hope so. There's not much good that you can say about people who just simply rip and pillage and tear and uh, destroy. But it, they may be reelecting Donald Trump. If so, they would actually be performing a public service. But it shouldn't have to come to that. You shouldn't have to have ignorant riffraff running around destroying things in order to get the right outcome of an election. Given the fact that they're going to be out there doing what they do anyway, and these spineless big city mayors are going to do nothing about it, as long as we're going to have the pillaging and the looting anyway, well, fine, go ahead and reelect Donald Trump. Another texter says, old Democrats are voting Trump. Uh, certainly, this has become very much an age-related election. There's no question about that. Uh, every indication is that the younger you are, the more likely you are to support not only Democrats in general, but the socialist version of the Democrats. Gee, I wonder how that could have happened. Oh, maybe it could have something to do with abdicating our control of our educational system for a couple of generations to let people with an agenda actually call the shots on what is put into the minds of impressionable young people. And I have to ask, what are we doing about that? What are we doing about that? Seriously, I just don't see why we aren't holding people accountable. Uh, I, I, I just don't understand why we are not demanding. I mean, in many cases, we're talking about tax money. It's bad enough that a private school, uh, let's say, is indoctrinating young people. Uh, but for a, a public institution to be indoctrinating people, good heavens. I mean, that's, that's just bizarre. I, I don't... How do, we, how do we let that happen? It, it is a money, not a moneymaker, but an election winner. If you were to stand up, if you were to drag in, let's say, the heads of, of the major state-supported schools and read off a list of the professors and some of the things that they've had to say while taking state tax dollars and ask those people, why are you not doing what you can to stop that? Why are you not demanding that change be made before these state institutions get another penny of money, uh, I don't know. Why are we not insisting 
that this be done. I, I cannot offer you an explanation. I just don't, uh, I don't get it. Uh, it is uh, it is bizarre. Uh, the, the chair, for example, of the South Carolina Senate Education Committee is Greg Hembry. Okay. We should ask him sometime about this. Uh, again, he's a Republican. And he's got a, a counterpart over on the uh, the other side of the aisle, uh, other side of the of the Capitol building, uh, a, a counterpart who uh, is uh, another Republican. Why don't we do something about this? Why don't we hold these people accountable? That's where the gap has come in terms of, of age, young people being indoctrinated into this viewpoint. And in many cases, your tax dollars are paying for it. Hold these people accountable. Here's Howard in Spartanburg. Hello, Howard. Hey Jimbo, how are you? I'm fine. Glad Thank you're you. filling in. Thank you. Thanks for filling in. You're a great host. Thank you. Um, now you're you're hitting on key points with the indoctrination of uh, of the children and how long that goes and how long it's been going on, but it goes back to a, a principal definition of the definition of conservatism versus um, liberalism. And you know, with conservatism, we seek you know conservatives in general don't seek power. They want less of it, so therefore they don't seek it. On the the left side, the Marxist side, that's all they seek. So they want to infiltrate, take over, and, and that's what they've done in the last thirty years. Um, that's that's really all I want to say, Jimbo. But you're doing a great job. Thanks so much for filling in and keep doing what you're doing, man. Well, you're you're a kind soul, and I I appreciate that very much. Thanks for joining us, Howard. Uh, again, we just have got to. Uh... To, to, to re-seize control of our public educational system. Again, uh, Greg Hembry, as I say, is the state senator who's the chair of the Senate Education Committee. The House Education and uh, uh, Public Works Committee is chaired by uh, Rita Allison. Uh, these people, uh, we should ask them. They're both Republicans. They can't be happy with this indoctrination that's taking place. Have they held hearings? Have they dragged in these uh, deans and chancellors of these schools? Have they demanded that reform be made? Or else they don't get one more penny of state tax money? I have to think we would have heard about that, honestly. I really do. I haven't heard it anywhere in any state or or in, at the federal level in terms of uh, federal money that goes to these institutions. Do we hold these schools to be sacrosanct, untouchable? They're not. If you depend on state tax dollars or federal tax dollars, you're not sacrosanct. That money can be cut off, and especially if you engage in egregious behavior, which they've been doing now for a couple of generations. Again, I... Uh, I hope that we can finally find some way to hold these people accountable. Uh, it it would just be helpful if, in fact, we made it known. Maybe maybe these these committee chairs and and there are, let's face it, across the country, uh, a hundred such state house and senate uh, chairs of of education. And uh, of course, if they're Democrats, you can't expect any help from that corner. But a lot of them are are Republicans. Have they demanded that some kind of accountability be be held here? I haven't heard anything about that. It's 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 odd. It, it's a vote winner. You could pick up a ton of votes just by demanding this. And I'm not suggesting that you turn uh, every institution of higher education in this country into uh, an automatic propaganda 
machine for conservative viewpoints. I'd like a balanced presentation. That's all. We should be able to expect that from our schools. And above all, we should stop this nonsense, this fascist nonsense of not allowing opposing voices to be heard. Colleges are supposed to be places where there is an exchange of ideas, where tomorrow's leaders have their viewpoints shaped and sharpened in the clash of debate of opposing ideas. There are few places in this country today where you can find less in the way of debate than on a U.S. college campus. We need to change that, folks. I mean, we really seriously need to change that, for what it's worth. I'll climb off my soapbox for a moment, and we'll uh, continue here at 106.3 WORD, now on 95.1 FM in Clemson, Pickens, and Seneca, 101.5 FM in Anderson, and everywhere on the Radio.com app. Time is 15 before 5. How do you do? How do you do? Nine minutes now before 5 o'clock at 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station, my friend. Glad to have you with us on a Friday afternoon. And uh, give us a shout, if you'd like, at uh, 1-800-347-1063. That is the Ingalls Advantage talk line, 1-800-347-1063. Or the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, 71307 71307. We'll return to that text line momentarily. I was just noting of the, the two uh, people in uh, our state legislature in South Carolina who are in charge of education funding. Uh, Greg Hembry is from North Myrtle Beach, so he's outside our immediate listening area. Uh, however, uh, Rita Allison, who chairs the House Education and Public Works Committee, is from Lyman uh, near Greer, right in our area. We should ask her someday if she's held any hearings to hold accountable people who use our tax money in order to indoctrinate our young people. That's worth doing. Okie dokie here. Let's see. A texture. Where's my texture here? I had, I had a text that I was all set to share with you, and the darn thing just jumped on me here. Uh, I'll have it here in a minute here. All right. Uh, well, anyway, suffice it to say, uh, yes, Democrats are a, a, a problem. Here we go. This is the text. In my opinion, by their own actions, conduct, behavior, I consider left-wing radicals and many Democrats as sociopaths or at least borderline sociopaths. Yes, that's agreed. They are people who are incapable of living peacefully with other people. They are the ultimate my way or the highway individuals out there. And as such, yes, they are they are sociopathic. That they are. Of course, that's too many syllables for many of them to look up, but yes, many of them are. The American Center for Law and Justice has filed a lawsuit challenging California's ban on singing and chanting activities in places of worship. They did that on behalf of the uh, Calvary Chapel of uh, Ukiah, K 
California, the uh, Calvary Chapel of Fort Bragg, uh, California, and the River of Life Church in Oroville, California. California had uh, back uh, on the first of the month updated the health order to include a worship guidance. And in the state of California, this is the, the guidance from the state. Quote, places of worship must therefore discontinue singing and chanting activities, unquote. Now then, just to clarify that this is not an error, on uh, the 11th of July, the California Office of Emergency Services said the worship ban must be followed, and uh, this is being challenged now in a lawsuit, again, from the American Center for Law and Justice. They are a, a group that actually believes in the Constitution. Just thought I'd pass that along to you as we turn to Gerald in Cowpins. Hello, Gerald. Good afternoon, sir. It is always an honor to talk to a legend. Well, that's what that's what I keep telling myself in the mirror every morning. <laughs> Go ahead, Gerald. <laughs> hey, Jimbo. Now, Jimbo. Yes. The high school the high school athletes are in the weight room, and they're talking about having a seven game season. But they won't let our kids go to school. Now, see, this is hard for me to wrap my little pea brain around, sir. It's hard for me to wrap around it also, Gerald. Uh, but anyway, I, mean, I just say that. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, you go please. Ahead. Uh, you go ahead. I mean, it's hard. I mean, I can't. This, to me, is getting more like a little bit more propaganda, and I hate to say that. Because I'm afraid my my, my my wife might be listening on the radio. But anyway, <laughs> I just want to let you know that, sir. I didn't... Well, and there is nothing good... to be gained. Uh, young, first of all, young people don't learn that much in virtual circumstances. Uh, I, I think that you lose a lot of the value of a college education if you just go virtually. I mean, you, Harvard's still charging the same amount of... of horrendous tuition that they charge for people to show up in Cambridge on campus that they do if you're just logging on online, and it's not the same experience. But the younger you go, I mean, young people do not learn that well outside of a disciplined classroom experience. Yeah, I know a lot of classrooms are not as disciplined as they ought to be, but, but nonetheless, ideally speaking, you'll get more learning. Young people's minds wander. They are not focused and I think your point is well taken, Gerald, that, that we we just have to realize that there are other things at play here. Now, you might make a case that perhaps older teachers, that is to say more vulnerable teachers, maybe they should be put in charge of the, that parts, uh, the parts of education that are virtual. Maybe younger teachers, less vulnerable parts of the population should be in the classroom teaching these younger people. But the idea that that somehow we will be saving all of these lives, has it occurred to anybody out there that when we send kids to school that that sometimes they get hit by by cars? So do we therefore stop teaching our kids? I mean, I'm sorry, life comes with risk. And I don't mean to minimize the problem of somebody getting this virus, but for Pete's sakes, there are downsides to everything. And like many of life's decisions in the real world, our choice is not between good or bad. It is between bad and worse. And we've got to realize that no matter what we do, 
there can be a downside to it. Well, that's real life. Welcome to the real world, folks. All right? I think Gerald's point is very well taken. All right. Jimbo Hannon in for Bob McLean for this Friday afternoon, July the 17th at 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. We will continue our quest through the afternoon when we return in a moment. Three minutes now before 5. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. <laughs> 